Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Franco Luna Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka Explains. In today's episode... Okay, we just got off the car here in San Pablo, Laguna. I'm standing in front of the Comiqueda Comics Museum. It's pretty clear it's fashioned out of a bungalow. Pretty quaint. The front door has a poster of um, a comic panel. The Comiqueda Comics Museum is a cuento ni Jerry Alangilan. Of course, in the design of a comic panel. We take you on an audio tour of the Comiqueda Comics Museum. It just reopened its doors in September after pandemic restrictions forced its closure in March November 12, the Dakataka News team, composed of Puma Podcast CEO and comic book writer Carl Javier, Dakataka executive producer Kat Ventura, audio editor Presh Capistrano, and myself, drove to San Pablo, Laguna to visit one of the most comprehensive collections of Philippine comic book history. So it's one room. It's part of a gallery inside the house. The gracious owners of this house provided the space mm-hmm. For Jerry and his wife to share their collection. So we've entered the room. It's a white blank wall filled with panels. Mm-hmm. That was Kat Ventura. And here's Eileen Florese Alangilan. She's the daughter of Rudy Florese, whom Pinoy comics fans consider as one of the best illustrators of his time. Kasi maraming spaces, gusto talaga namin punuin siya. Kasi oh. that's what Jerry wanted. Na gusto niya punong-puno. As in punong-puno, mahihilo ka sa dami o parang ganun. Aileen is also the curator of the Comiquero Museum, which she built with her husband, Doroteo Gerardo Alangilan Jr. Let's walk to the other side of the room next to the door on the left. We did stop here at length and we asked about, there's a shelf here with a lot of comic titles. Ma'am Eileen told us that a lot of these were lent to the museum by Comiquet because the idea really here was to put up a, a comic nook where visitors of the museum are allowed to really pick up titles and read as long as they want. She said that was really part of the vision of Jerry and putting up the museum, which was really to share the joy of comic books with younger people. Jerry Alangilan, or Sir Jerry as he's fondly called, is a comic book writer, artist, and publisher. He's an architect by profession, but he prefers to be called a storyteller through the creation of comic books. His extensive portfolio includes Wasted, Timawa, Lastic Man, 
Crest Hut Butt Shop, Johnny Balbona, Humanus Rex, Where Bold Stars Go to Die, and Rodsky Patotsky, Ang Dalagang Baby. It's safe to say he's considered a rock star in the comic book community after having been nominated Comic Watch Anchor of the Year in 2018 and for winning the Best Asian Comic Book Award of Francis Priassi ACBD in 2011 for his comic book Elmer, a story about sentient chickens. Not to mention, he was also nominated for the Will Eisner Comic Industry Award, which is considered the Oscars of the comic book industry. But non-comic book fans might know Jerry better by his Hey Baby face that went viral on YouTube. Our team was actually surprised to find stickers of the meme at random spots around the museum, placed by Jerry himself. Jerry loved comics, and in 2016, he put up the Comiquera Comics Museum in San Pablo Laguna to promote and preserve the artwork created by past illustrators. 1998 pa lang nung first ko na siyang na-meet. Na he was already talking about it uh, bits and pieces. Eh. Pero nung nag-start siyang bumili, nung nag-start siyang mag-frustrate na nobody knew kung sino sila pag-ching. Sino yeah. parang ka na, walang, walang may kilala. Mm-hmm. Hindi alam na meron pa na tayo. Ah, I think I remember. It was during that time na yung mga first bids ng mga kuching para maging national artist siya. She's referring to Francisco Coching, a Filipino comic book illustrator and writer regarded as one of the pillars of the Philippine comics industry. Kaching is referred to as the king of comics and as the dean of Philippine comics. Jerry's wife and friends say the museum was more than just a place to share his extensive collection. Over time, nung nagdwindle yung yung industry, and of course yung mga newsstands, medyo nagsisimula mawala na, kids don't sort of see anymore yung mga the heroes that went before. Of course, there's so much more stories that we missed out on. And it's not just superhero comics, ah, but I particularly like yung mga horror ano natin. Yung at a certain point, yung mga bomba comics, which also has cultural significance because it's a time capsule. Ang ano ni Jerry is that through this museum, the online, actually, the online museum, in his way na sort of introduce or rather reintroduce yung work of our old masters to a new generation. That's Jonas Diego, a frequent collaborator of the museum and one of Jerry's close friends who also joined us that day. What you're seeing now actually is the bigger room. Kung makikita niyo tong much smaller room before, nandito yung original first iteration ng museum. So, it was much smaller. Tapos yung sa labas, it was a restaurant actually. I remember nung first time in Oxandon, had steak, we had great coffee dun sa ano. And then, of course, nung nangyari yung pandemic, everything closed down. But thankfully, sina architect Barte. It seems that ano parang they they insisted na hindi wag or ano uh, let's let's do something let's let's make it bigger na ano so yung dapat plano na ililipat na so parang sige dito na lang muna and then 
all this, this bigger space with the lights, with it, wala kang ganyang ka, anong lights before. We actually got in touch with some of the older masters, sina, yung mga descendants, nina Koching, nina Alcala, and then uh, we got through our mutual friend, si Jay Ignacio, who did the project with Alex Nino, na pwede ba kaming maka-request ng high-res scans or images ng, ano nila, purely for display sa museum. And as you can see, yung Voltar is, is here. And some of the high-res versions from J. Ignacio himself, yung alandal yung kanilang bagong graphic novel ni, ni Alex Nino. Jonas said part of the museum was arranged according to the eras they came from. And though it was all in one room, the museum felt like a living, breathing piece of Philippine history from one end to the other. You can really see the progression in terms of the art style, then versus now. These copies under the hard glass are all aged, they're all torn and frayed at the edges. Some of the dates are as far back as 1959, 1950. They're, they're like printouts, I guess. Printouts of comic book covers. I very distinctly remember them describing as these printouts as being from before the age of Photoshop. And the level of detail is really different on this one. You can tell everything was drawn and colored by hand, which is that's really remarkable to think about. And yeah, don't you think it gives it a certain charm that we don't really get anymore with oh, digital art? Absolutely. It was a mix of prints from the past and present. It had the original art of Suliap Sabuhay ni Kenkoy, all full five pages from the comic book from the 60s. Here's Kat Ventura. So Suliap Sabuhay ni Kenkoy, written by Tony Velasquez, illustrated by Rudy Florese, yung tatay ni Ma'am Eileen na kausap natin. This is a 1966 print. The original print, might I add. Makikita mo nga dito yung age, yung acid. Pati yung artistry of it all. Wala pang digital at this time. And honestly, ako, I'm just, I'm just awed by it. <laughs> so it says here, The story as a whole presents culturally inappropriate depictions of blacks and Chinese, which were typical of the era. We have page one, two, three, four, five. Siguro yung size niya, if you can sort of imagine, isang A4. A4 piece of paper na naka-horizontal. And makikita mo nga naman dito, uh, if any of you are familiar with blackface, that's exactly yep. what we see here. Uh, a, May isang word na sinabi si Ma'am Eileen eh. And actually, yung sinabi niya, sabi niya sa akin, ito yung tawag na sa Chinese nun. And tinuro niya. Ito, ito, yung, ito yung word. Nababasa mo ba? Ganito yun, padre. Nakaipon na si Rosing na kinikita niya kay Beho. And much like the gutters in between panels that make comic books what they are, the framed sepia pages of Suliap sa bahay ni Kenkoy were at the center of the room, facing the door. It's the first thing you see when entering the museum. From afar, you could tell it was blackface, and even like the facial features, they look quite flamboyant, the drawing style. And I guess the messaging there is very, very deliberate, even in the art style. If we're talking about racism, particularly racism in the Philippines, um, it's very telling of how Filipinos look at other races, even here, even in Asia. The title card accompanying the exhibit read, This is part of our history which we should not close our eyes upon. 
to give us a perspective of how much more enlightened we are today and perhaps allow us to be much more enlightened in the future. This is how Jonas and Eileen described that piece to us. They say it was important to be honest about where the community went with its art through the years. If you have this, I call it, pagkatoon death nila nung araw, it's not just giving you layers, eh. at least we're showing it kasi ayaw namin na i-filter, ayaw namin i-sensor na ito part ng history natin. Ayaw namin maging ipokrito na, you know, these, these things didn't happen. Parang nire-revise ang history. Oo, nire-revise ang history. It happened. Na uh, whether we like it or not, these are yung spotty things about our past na, you know, if we learn from it, then good. And if we're showing this and you're still doing it now, hmm. <laughs> yeah, problem uh, Oftentimes, kasi ano eh, people sort of judge the past with the lens of the present. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that some of those things are correct or uh-huh. not, but you have to sort of put it into context. And these stories, the, the, our old masters, even the bad comics, at certain point, bomba comics, mm-hmm. it sort of gives you insight ano ba yung nangyayari nung time na yun? Ah, kasi ganito. So this is how they reacted sa storytelling culture. Yung makeup ng ating personality, our identity, is enriched by knowing your history. For example, when we were colonized by Spain, it brought a lot of bad things, but it also brought in a lot of developments sa natin. Like it, or hated. Mm-hmm. It's part of who you are and it sort of gives you dimension. Similar to why your coffee. There were also copies of the comic book El Indio, which were illustrated by the first national artist for comics, Francisco Coching. The El Indio collection published by the Vidal Foundation in 2009 was digitally restored by Sir Jerry and Zara Makandili. He says in his Comiquero blog that the whole process took them four years. The museum also had prints of Swapang by De Gonzalez and Alfredo Alcala, Superior by Nestor de Dondo, as well as copies of Jerry's contemporary works like Bakokak with Kevin Ray Valentino, Rodsky Patotsky Ang Dalagang Baby with Arnold Are. Sigurado ka, Rodsky? Mm-hmm. Aba, hindi ah. Hindi totoo yan. Hoy bata, ilang taon ka na ba? Papano? Mr. Season, kapag sinabi ng anak ko na scam ito, scam ito. B- bakit kayo maniniwala dyan? Eh, bata lang yan. Anong alam yan? At saka, teka muna. Halos sanggol lang yan ah. Bakit? Labas! Rodsky, papaan mo alam na scam yun? Dad, it's so obvious. Duh! Any simpleton can see it. Ha <laughs> ha! oo nga naman. Simple tunes? Ano yun? <laughs> it didn't take a comics enthusiast to see that the scenes of each and every cover both in content and style, was distinctly Filipino. 
some were of Bathala, others referred to Filipinos as Indio. The cover of Timawa, for example, was a comic book version of the railway station in Blumentritt, Manila. In one shot, Alangilan captured the angst and the circumstances of Filipinos from way back when. He worked hard to really recreate yung kanyang kinuna ng picture. Umakit siya sa LRT, tapos kinuna niya ng picture yung Blumentritt. Ni-recreate niya dyan sa ano. It's almost the same thing. Kung makikita mo yung pictures, it's almost the same thing. A museum themed around original Filipino-made comic books is certainly a unique idea. And the group behind it says it was their labor of love for the comics community. Think about it this way. Oftentimes, we would be amazed na parang, oh wow, ang, ang galing nung Japanese manga, anime. Nowadays, it's original novellas and other, no? Na parang we're all seeking inspiration, you know, from outside. But ang dami actually from, from Americans na collectors na magneto na parang ang rich ng history ng mga ano na hindi nakikita ng bagong generation. Yung generation kasi namin, paglalabas kami ng bahay, may nakasampay na comics na sa kapitbahay, which you can rent for 5 pesos. O kaya, our moms and ano, would buy us comics. Ano. So, it was freely available the newsstands. Ano, and we knew yung si Panday. And though there's a lot to say about where the industry stands today, there is also clear progress in the art it's creating for anyone paying attention. Listen to what Jason Torres had to say about the future of comics in the Philippines. He's another frequent collaborator of the Comics Museum. I think over the years, yung mga misunderstanding ay unti unti nang nawawala. Eh. Yes. It used to be na pag sinabing oh, comics, yun yung 5 pesos na 8 pages each ang kwento, na yung kwento niya ay hindi tataas sa standard genre ng action, horror, fantasy, drama. Ngayon wala nang ganun. I'd see a story that's about two gay guys and one of them is a manananggal. Meron, meron, meron. Meron, meron, meron. Napaka-diverse na nung ano niya eh. Lover Yun kasi dati yung misconception about comics na nasa isang kahon lang siya. Ang isa rin yung dapat superhero comics lang. Sadly, Jerry passed away on December 21, 2019 at the age of 51. And in March 2020, the Comiqueta Comics Museum was forced to close up shop because of the COVID-19 pandemic. After two years, Comiqueta is finally taking in visitors again by appointment and only in groups of five as a precaution during the pandemic. If you're interested in visiting the Comiqueta Comics Museum, it's open from Wednesdays to Sundays from 1pm to 5pm. Message its official Facebook page, Comiqueta Comics Museum, to make your appointment. We'll leave you with Jerry and Eileen with the final word. You have to have comics in your veins and in your, and in your blood and in your entire body, in your every waking hour, in every, even your, in your dreams, you know. When I was trying to break in, I was dreaming of uh, being in comics all the time. That is how much I wanted it. That being said, no matter what people tell you, if people tell you you can't do it, if people t- tell you you can do it, it doesn't matter, it shouldn't matter what people say to dissuade you or even encourage you. If it is in you to want to become a comic book artist or a comic book writer, you will find ways to become one. 
talaga love niya comics. Mm. Tinanggap ko na yun, first love niya talaga comics. <laughs> so, whether history niya, whether yung, yung pinag-uusapan nga namin kanina na, na meron pang mga bata na gumagawa, he's very happy. he was very happy about that. Ang gusto niya talaga mag-expand, mag-grow, na hanggang darating yung araw na dyan, no meron mga tao pa rin to, na continuously working on it. Na, yun, tontoa siya doon. Hindi siya, para sa kanya, you don't need to discourage these young people to create. Kasi sila yung mag-uphold later on, di ba? And that was today's episode of Teka Teka Explains. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was written by myself and Kat Ventura. It was edited by Presh Capistrano and produced also by Kat Ventura. We want to offer a very special thanks to Aileen Flores Alangilan, Jonas Diego, Jason Torres, and Carl Javier. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. At para sa mga mahilig manood sa YouTube, Puma Podcast na rin po kami doon. Just search Puma Podcast and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening.